there is a town I want to visit. It is the northernmost settlement in the world. Population, permanent population, 30. It's a Norwegian settlement in the Arctic Circle called Longyearbyen. And in Longyearbyen, for two and a half months every winter, it is dark 24 hours a day. And I just want to experience that. Loved ones, what's going on? I'm Bruce, and this is A Bigger Story. I read this article about Longyearbyen, and it got me thinking, as I noticed a lot of my friends the last couple of weeks, cursing the darkness. Not all darkness, but the darkness that comes after we shift in various parts of the world from daylight saving time to standard time. That was two weekends ago from the day I'm recording this podcast in the U.S., And now, as one of my friends joked, we can sit after the time change back to standard time. We can sit and enjoy the dark sky and stargaze while we're eating lunch. Mid-November here in the Midwest of the United States, it's getting dark about uh, 4.30 in the afternoon. And a lot of people hate it. I'm not one. I like it. Genesis chapter 1, Hebrew Scriptures. God creates light, and then God separates the night from the day and sets the sun and the moon and the stars and the heavens, and God calls this creation good, and God never calls the darkness bad. I really love the darkness of nights in like the north woods of Michigan and Wisconsin and Minnesota here in the U.S., away from the city lights. The stars are amazing. The Northern Lights, have you ever seen the Northern Lights? They're mind-blowingly beautiful. Whoever thought up the Northern Lights is brilliant. Things just feel different in the dark. Mystery takes the place of illumination. And I think mystery taking the place of illumination is a really good thing for us. We spend so much time with our allegedly rational 21st century minds seeking the illumination of everything. We sit around a table with friends and someone asks, what was that movie about that thing that starred so-and-so? And it's no longer acceptable to say, I don't know. Instead, we pull out our phones, Google it, because we prefer instant illumination to dwelling in mystery, to leaving questions unanswered. Perish the thought. God did not call only the light good. The separation of light and darkness, God calls good. The whole thing, the whole package, God calls good, including the night, including the darkness. I think, if not all the time, at least half the time, we do our best spiritual work at night, maybe with a candle lit or maybe a gentle fire in the fireplace, metaphors for what the mystic Howard Thurman called luminous darkness. I don't even want to go on a riff about how darkness helps us to see certain lights, because then I'm just valuing the darkness as a mechanism to get to the eventual light. What if we relearned as a species? What if we relearned to embrace the darkness as a sacred time? No flashlight, no torch if you're listening in the UK, no lantern, no light from our iPhones and Androids. I just got this new iPhone 14, and it's got this feature where the display is always on. It's dimmed, but it's always on. 
I turned that off. I don't want it always on. Sometimes just darkness, beautiful darkness where our eyes have to adjust. Our pupils have to expand. And when our pupils expand, I think our souls expand right along with them. We see things. Oh, you see, I wanted to say we see things in a new light, but there I go. We see things for what the very minimal natural light that exists in the darkness shows them to be in the dark, in the shadows, when the world gets still. You see how hard it is to discipline ourselves, to not want to just use the darkness to see things in a new light, but to see them in the context of the barely lit darkness. I say barely lit because there's always, always some light. Can't see anything without any light because it's light and refraction. I'm not even going to get into that. But the point is, it's not about darkness ushering in a new light, a new dawn, a new day. No, it's seeing things for what the very minimal natural light that exists in the darkness shows them to be in the dark, in the shadows, when the world gets still. It's similar for me to the experience of the leaves coming down from the trees. I spent the last three falls and winters of my life in Florida, and now I'm back in the Midwest of the U.S., For three years, I lived where it did not get bitterly cold. I was outdoors year-round. Three years when some of the leaves of the deciduous trees fall, but with all the palm trees and everything else, there's still ample foliage. The leaves are down now in the Chicago area. So when you drive along, you notice stuff you forgot was there because For so much of the year, it was obscured by trees and other foliage. And you're like, wow, I totally forgot that that house, that building was back behind there. And it's not different from when Maureen picks me up from the airport and I hop in the passenger seat. Most of the time, I'm in a car by myself and I'm driving. And when you're used to driving and then you're suddenly in the passenger seat, you see things even just a mile from your own house that you didn't know were there. You only notice them when you don't have to be paying attention to your speed limit, the traffic, other cars. It's a good and holy thing to notice stuff that you forgot was there, to notice stuff you only see when you don't have to be the one who's in control, to notice stuff that you can only see when you decide to occupy life's passenger seat for a little while. It's a good and holy and sacred thing to embrace the darkness. Shorter and shorter days, longer and longer nights, a rhythm, a very natural, divine rhythm to existence, without which I think we get into some trouble. It's a good and holy and sacred thing to have times where our souls are dialed down into a whisper, an awe, an attentiveness to different things than when everything is lit up. Darkness, night are beautiful. The darkness holds revelations for us. The darkness draws us more deeply into mystery. 
into quiet, into contemplation. And if you and I are attentive enough, the darkness even opens us up to new realizations. The realizations, the new realizations that we can only come to out of a sense of calm, a peace, a reorientation of our souls that the night and the darkness give to us as a gift. And that might be just what we need for such a time in our world as this. Please stay in touch. Bruce at brucecole.tv. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Please share it with your friends. Remember you are loved. Hello darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly